Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Monday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. I want to thank our, our, our great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of, especially on this Veterans Day weekend. I want to thank our sponsors over at College Corner and collegecornerstore.com. That's the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you're looking for. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. Ridgeland by Fleet Feet, Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Black Friday will be here before you know it. They always run a great beat-the-clock special. When I have the details on that, I will certainly get them to you. And, of course, all holiday season, Cyber Monday, and then throughout the holiday season, great prices and great gear to be found at College Corner. Black Friday is going to have, gonna have a whole different two different meaning. meanings it is. on it, that it, day. It, it is. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. This weekend, if you're in Starkville, or anytime you're in Starkville, you need to make a trip to Restaurant Tyler. It'll certainly brighten your day. The best lunch in the city of Starkville, when you're talking about a blue plate, when you're talking about eating in the south and a meat and three, that's they've got the best in town, in my opinion. And just great meat choices, great vegetable choices, cornbread. And then if you want a little sweet treat on the way out the door, they got you taken care of there, too. It's the best meal in town, no matter what time it is. It's Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi here to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you. And when you do that, you build a relationship with a local community bank that's going to serve you and your family for years to come. Eating locally, shopping locally, banking locally. That's what builds strong communities. If you're a Priority One Bank customer, you already know about their app. It's fantastic, smooth, streamlined. You do a lot more on there than just move your money around. PriorityOneBank.com is the website. Find the location near you. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Tell them, Falk. Well, just, just another well. I got I told you earlier. Yeah. I, I got all of my... You gave it away for rent. free. I mean, I got it all out on, on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. You can go check that out on YouTube. Yeah, you should do that. I, I just don't know what... what what else can we say here, Brian? I, I I'm quite shocked Zach Ar- Zach Arnett's still the coach. I wanted to record we were recording for, for information purposes. Six thirty four Sunday night. My plan was I was like, I'm gonna give Selman time. Yeah. I didn't want to say let's go at one and then at one thirty he makes a decision and we gotta change everything. There is nothing that ain't happening now at this point. There's nothing more demoralizing than losing fifty one to ten and the coach that beats you gets fired. That that is, you know, bottom of the of bottom of the barrel. That's center of the of the earth. That's that's going down to the magma. That is bad. Mag- liquid hot magma. 
51 to 10, Mississippi State loses that game, and Jimbo Fisher got fired. Oh, he said he was he was done. He's got a little left in the tank. Go. What Mississippi State did on Saturday night was despicable. You got Darius Slay coming out, Manuel Forbes, uh, Errol Thompson. Those guys are coming out and they're embarrassed. This team looks soft. This team doesn't. This isn't Mississippi State football. Emmanuel Forbes is talking about, you know, th- this isn't what, and this is guy, this is a guy that just left. Yeah. And he's saying that this is a culture thing. I mean, this is bad. And you're going to allow this to happen for two more weeks? I'm, I don't, I don't feel confident about Saturday. No. I'm going to tell you right now, I don't feel confident about Saturday. Mississippi State and Southern Miss, I never thought I would say that. I don't feel great about that game. I think the spread is 14 or something. I mean, and that's a bad Southern Miss team, by the way. This Mississippi State team is reckless. <laughs> they are dangerous for your health. <laughs> what what we saw on Saturday was just oh, uh, that was that was. I, I've been one of those guys that's like, no, this isn't Kroon bad. We saw Kroon bad. This was Kroon bad. It was that losing to a to a team that's not ranked that had a lame duck coach. I said last night or on Sunday, Mississippi State lost to Bernie Lomax, Lomax from mm-hmm. Weekend at Bernie's. He was he was literally dead. Mm-hmm. He he was done. They were holding him up with you know puppet strings. Basically, he was. That's how the plays were being called last night, and they scored fifty one. So that that's what happened to Mississippi State, and this cannot go go further. It really shouldn't go towards the next two ball games, but. It looks like Mississippi State's not going to make a change there. But Mississippi State, as a program, has got to say, we are not going to put this product on the field moving forward. We are going to uh, push for better for this program. We're tired of being picked last in the SEC West every year. We're tired of people you know, stomping on us and we're losing, in, we're losing to top 25 teams by 41 points, not having a chance. Right now, you're kind of a they're not a top twenty five team, not a non ranked. Oh, okay, team. okay, yeah. Right now, you're kind of a laughing stock, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just going to be honest. People people talk about Mississippi State like they're Vanderbilt in the SEC West, and that mindset has got to go. That mindset's got to go from top to bottom. We can't do this. We this is how we've done this in the past. This is this is the this is the way it is here. This is how you have to do things in Starkville. That stuff's got to go. Well, we talked about the importance of having somebody that's not a Mississippi State person in here. Well, it's time for Zach Selman to be that person that we were discussing. You needed a guy in here that doesn't have that mindset. Well, it's time for Zach Selman to, to put that into action. Mississippi State needs to go out there and get somebody that's going to make this program a priority, that make this program a program that can compete, and that does something that Mississippi State has not done. Make it exciting. How about bring an exciting offense for once to this program? How about how about make a splash in recruiting for once? Can Mississippi State do that? I would like to see that moving forward. Because the old blue-collar mentality, you know, we play tough defense, we take two stars and turn them into five stars. How about getting a five-star and keeping him a five-star and putting him in the NFL? That'd be cool, wouldn't it? Mississippi State's got to do that. Mississippi State has got to do what it takes to compete on this level. And I'm not saying go out there and you know 
build a team into you know a national champion I I don't think I'm not gonna get delusional on you but I'm tired of this mentality that you know this good old boy mentality that Mississippi State's had for years uh, being put into practice and that that includes not coming out with a statement on what happened on Saturday or where the program is right now I mean they've got to show that they care about football because right now it's a wait and see for me. I, I'm waiting. I'm going to wait and see what Zach Selman does. But the fact that you're continuing on and we haven't heard anything from anybody in the athletic department about the program, we're going to go to a press conference on Monday that's going to be completely pointless for all of us. I, I don't know what we can possibly learn on Monday from that press conference, but that's just where things are right now. And it's a uh, terrible, dark, damp place that no one wants to live in, but we're going to have to go through it for two more weeks. And after that, the clock is ticking. Yeah. I will say that two things. I think I'm looking at tomorrow or Monday if if you're listening today. It it is possible that Selman, when, when, when the move started making with Jimbo, decided I need to wait a day so I can have a little bit more of the news cycle. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible that tomorrow we get we we learn that you know we're we're not going to hear Zach Zach Arnett talk. It's possible. I um, just I don't think I think it would have happened today. I do too. I do too. But I'm just saying it's possible. It's also possible that with what we were just talking about with the USM game, if it goes bad there, there's no way he coaches the egg ball. They, they, they just can't allow it at that point. I don't see a downside to making a move now. I don't either. But that's. I just, mean, I, I think at. at you know, at best, it shows your fan base that there is indeed a change coming. It gives people excitement mm-hmm. moving forward, and it you know it gives you some time to start really hammering agents and and people like that, which I I believe they're doing behind the scenes. I, I believe that's happening behind the scenes. I think Zach Arnett knows too that this is the end of the road. He's not. He's not dumb. No, I, I think. And I think those conver- I think some of those conversations have taken place too. Um, so I, I, I just I don't know what you lose by not making this move right now. Facebook suggested for you Mississippi State football, the final score graphic. Oh. six hundred and twenty-five comments. Oh, I wonder what that looks you like. Can we read a few? No. You sure? Uh, I'm scared. Let's just read like the first two or three. Okay. <laughs> I like how y'all make the 10 really big and bold. Draw drew really draws attention away from the 51 A+. <laughs> this team deserves better. We have to make the necessary changes immediately or we won't land a single recruit. Well, I now, doubt that. I, this it's Facebook, man. Don't don't start looking too hard. A I'm, single recruit. They're not going to get anybody. Time for some decisions to be made with the ellipse. Ooh. MSU could not have a coach, yeah, they, and they could they could take a kid. Sign. They could take a kid from EMCC or right. something, you know. All right, it's time for the things that are true. I have one thing that is true. It's time to go. That's oh, that's, that's all that matters. Oh, it's time to go from here. No, yeah, yeah. I wish. Yeah, how <laughs> how long have we talked? Beham dog be all over us. <laughs> Only ten minutes. Uh that, that that that's all you can say. There's nothing. I, I'm not gonna break this down. This 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 in the modern era of Mississippi State football, 
You have the one in ten season. You have losing to Troy in the hurricane or in the tornado when they were uh, I think a year removed from being Division One Double A. Yeah, yeah, that loss. You have Maine, and you have this, where this is up there with those. That's on the Mount Rushmore (laughs) because you lost this game by forty-one points, and that was so insignificant that they fired their coach the next day. They didn't care. I said last week, I was like, hey, if State somehow pulls off a miracle here, they'll fire Jimbo. It never crossed my brain that they weren't going to they weren't going to beat them badly enough. It was a sad. It was the same thing with Auburn in twenty twenty. Yeah, Malzahn. Malzahn. I, I remember coming in it's saying twice, if they lose the reverse croom. If Malzahn loses this game, he's gone. And, and he, he won. won. It was like okay, they might keep him. No, he got fired he got the next fired day. Again. Unbelievable. How many times has that happened? It's twice that we know. No, of. Not not the, here. The but reverse croom. I've never heard of it. I mean, anywhere. I thought there was, there's a chance too. Let's just let's just assume that something happens tomorrow or today. Something happens. Arnett doesn't coach. When's the last time that in a, in a after a regular season game, so the regular season is still going on, mm-hmm. that both coaches from a game were gone the next day? Not the next day, but Ole Miss and State, Moorhead and Luke. But you had a full it's, month yeah. between, you know, Luke was fired the next day. Right. Moore wasn't fired until after the new year. But you remember coming into that. They thought was, they, bought, they both might. What get. was weird was Keith Carter came out and said, we're behind Matt Luke coming mm-hmm. in that game. Cohen didn't we, say anything. We thought Moorhead was gone. Yeah, Cohen didn't say anything. and then So we thought Matt Luke was going to stay, Moorhead was going to go, and it was the opposite. And I think Moorhead's speech helped that. Yeah, well, winning the game. He won the game, and then he came in there and basically dared John Cohen to fire him. Yeah, and John's like, well, I guess well, I can't I guess do that. can't do it, and then Willie Gay made the decision for him. Man. Zach I, Arnett. I want, I, this is something I feel like, you know, people get so mad, and I get it, and you got every reason to be upset. You spend a lot of money. You know, you're a Bulldog Club member. You're a Bulldog Initiative member. Your money is good, and it's not being used wisely. I understand. It's a reason to be upset. Zach Arnett wants to win. Yeah. He wants to win. He, he's But with Kroom even, when Kroom talked about doing things the right way and talked about how he wanted to build this his program, he was being himself. Mm-hmm. That was, that's what Sylvester Kroom was. He wanted to do it that way. Now, that was not the correct way to do it, but he went down with the ship in terms of this was the way I wanted to do it and it didn't work. Yeah, This is not what's happening here. This is not – Zach Arnett is not – playing football, coaching football the way Zach Arnett should be coaching football. And he knows that, and it's it's got to be killing him. It's, I mean, he's got to have ulcers at this point. It's got to be killing him to, just, to have to go through this season and and stand up there with that smile on his face and giving us these, these non-answers. He's got to be killing us. You know he just wants to kill us up there. He just wants yeah. to just look at us and go, are you guys idiots? Do you see what we're doing on the field? We're terrible. He wants to say it. Why can't he? I don't. No, and whoever did this to him did him a huge disservice. They did. They because, killed him. I mean, they killed him. The, and we haven't. All I've been wanting to see is like, you know, can Zach Arnett just come out and advocate for this job? Mm-hmm. Because since the spring, we haven't heard anything about his plans for building the program. Right. But like he he started off strong on that, and ever since, it, it's just like he's an interim coach. He's giving coach speak answers. He's just talking, you know, in general, whatever the game is. And there's nothing about, you know, like 
we're going to do, like you said, like we're going to do things the right way. We're going to play hard nose football, whatever. None of that exists. That I don't, I don't even know. Like it, it feels like this whole season he's just been an interim coach, mm-hmm. and he's just been, you know, on the way out. That's how that's how it's felt. I agree. Almost this whole season. I agree. He just feels like a sit-in, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it's it's just been really disappointing to see how this played out. And we we when he first was hired, we we've said this before when he was first hired. One of the main things that stuck out to me was he was willing to listen to other people. Yeah, he took that to the extreme. Took it too far. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he stopped being his own guy. And I, I, I want to say something. I'm so tired of people talking about things that we said in, in uh, March and June. Like we, you guys were all for Zach. Or, well, we saw him coach. Yeah. And ever since then, we've changed our minds. Shut up. It's like about that. If you get you get married, and your wife cheats on you. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, you know, you said you were you were going to be together forever. Well, yeah. something changed, buddy. I mean, I'm going to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Like these people on I mean, like these people on Gene's page that just won't stop at that same. Well, Robbie was doing this and this in the summer. Well, yeah, me and Brian gave the guy the benefit of the doubt. That's how you. That's how you do things. Yeah. But you guys came into that with a biased perspective. Well, first off, wanting the air raid staff to be in place. Uh, well, a lot of these guys started, you know, this whole summer war. They were hashtag Barbe bombs and hashtag El, Cap- El Capitan. True. And you know, so there's that. So they're 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 calling us out for the same things they were doing too. Yeah. But we. But saw- I'm referring to those people that they were mad that they didn't retain the oh, other staff. Wow. Those people too. But, like, we're going to give the guy the be- – he deserves the benefit of the doubt until he proves he can't do it. Right. And when he proved he couldn't do it, yeah. Brian and I have been the biggest detractors of this guy other but than there those are a lot people. Of, there are a lot of people who are like, well, someone's got to change. I'm like, well, welcome to last month. Exactly. <laughs> we've, we've like, you saving, just jumped on board here. We've been, we've been talking we've for been a month about We've been saving a seat this. for you. We've been saving a seat. Glad you finally joined us. We were told we had an agenda and yeah. stuff like this. Well, it turns out we were correct yeah. on these hot list and yeah. hot seat lists and all yeah. that stuff coming out. Yeah. We were correct on that. So, just saying. Zach Arnett. Anyways, yeah. This is the issue: is that Zach Arnett, his time is 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 almost done at Mississippi State. Today is the twelfth. The Thanksgiving Day is the twenty fourth, if I'm correct. Is that right? Yeah, I think that's correct. All right, let me let's be sure. It's just a click. Yeah, no, it's the twenty third. So either someday, sometime between now and that day, will be Zach Arnett's last day at Mississippi State, and we'll get the uh, the statement. The, you know, statement. Wanna, there's a ninety nine percent chance of that happening. We don't. I mean. I feel very good about it, but who knows? Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Say, I felt I'm good going, about Chris Lamonis moving on too, and that didn't. I'm happen. going to say that it, there's there's no way forward. That if there if, if if that happens, that you are titaniking your football program. I've heard enough over the past couple of weeks behind the scenes yeah, exactly. that it, it would be very it would be so, a very big turn if he didn't. We will. Make the move. We will get the. Statement on the leadership of the football program with a picture of the stadium or a helmet or the mascot or something, mm-hmm. not a picture of Zach Arnett, 
And Mississippi State has decided effective immediately, and that'll be, you know, it'll, of course, prior to that, we'll come out from Brett McMurphy or Pete Thamel that sources have told them, and then Robbie and I will. It'll probably be Ross Dellinger first. Dellinger, I hope it is Dellinger. If, 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 it will be. He's, he's if close it's somebody, to Well, that's I was saying, let the alum have it. But then yeah. it'll turn into Robbie. We and never I, get that stuff. No, but. Robbie and I will send texts and we'll get those confirmed. And then you'll see us say our text with sources confirm Ross Dellinger's report. And that's the cycle of life on this. And then we'll do a coaching search. And then that's how it's going to be. Quite likely, the first thing you see is just like what we saw on Sunday morning mm-hmm. with Dellinger and Billy Lucci. And no, the sources say that. That they're, that they're working mm-hmm. details out or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you'll probably see it from a national guy. I mean, that's just how, for whatever reason, that's how those things work. I don't know if it's Agent World or Mark Keenum or what, but it just says what it is. we very rarely get that heads up. Yeah. But we can give you kind of a heads up of this is the direction it's going. Mm-hmm. So one thing that is true, it's time to go. And it sucks. I like Arnett. He's a good guy, funny guy. I've had fun conversations with him off the record and on. But he hasn't had fun the he last not, few months. And I, 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 I feel could, bad for him. Yeah. I, I know a lot of people are saying don't feel bad for him. I do. I, I do. Mean, he's a human being yeah. that doesn't want to lose. Yeah. And it's just this isn't he's not a head coach right now. Yeah. He's just not. He's not ready for this. He wasn't ready for this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were all wrong mm-hmm. on that, we're and wrong. that's fine. This I'll just d- didn't work out. I'll admit to being I, wrong. I, I have never had a problem doing it. Because no. what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Say, say I was, I, I mean, I, there's proof that I said it. And then on top of that, I mean, what am I going to do? Lie? I never said that. Yeah. You know? And we have plenty what, of it. What about this? That wasn't me. I'm going to gaslight you all. But again, like it goes back to we're going to give someone the benefit of the doubt mm-hmm. until they coach a ball game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just didn't work out. He is. I mean, a, we were on here after Arizona, just saying. We, we were. We're like, we, I don't we know. started quickly. I was like, That's not it took right. took two weeks. That's not right. You, you know. I mean, you know fast. Yeah. If, if, you can, if you can dissect that stuff pretty quickly, I mean, it's, it comes in fast. But he's just not a head coach right now. Could he be a really good head coach? He could. There's been some coaches that that stumbled early on in their career. This isn't an easy job to run a program of a hundred and something players and the day to day operations plus recruiting mm. and game planning. It's not easy. And anybody that thinks it is, I implore you to go spend a day in their shoes. Mm-hmm. Um, but it. I'm, I'm sure this has been a miserable experience in a lot of ways for him, uh, but something that he'll learn. He'll learn from this, mm-hmm. and I, I think wherever he goes, probably going to be a defensive coordinator, and he'll be excellent at it, I think. Mm-hmm. He's an excellent defensive coordinator. I look forward to seeing it. I look yeah. forward to seeing Zach Arnett screaming on the sidelines yeah. again. I, want, I look forward to seeing that guy again. I've missed him. So. We never saw it once this year, that, that gif of them getting the goal line stand against Arkansas. Never saw it once this year. Yeah. And that's, to me, that's kind of sad. Yeah. Because it, it looks like he was just completely stripped of his personality and his yeah. his love for the game. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, like, it's been tough. And I'm I'm, I'm not looking forward to this press conference tomorrow. I'm not looking forward to this. And I'll just want to tell you if you're a state fan, you, you got friends that are Ole Miss fans, or you got enemies that are Ole Miss fans, this is going to be the most apathetic egg bowl of all time. Now, possibly, well, egg bowl. Well, I'm just term, I'm thinking in terms of like 
State fans are going to be sitting in there, and when it starts getting bad, and it will, it's going to be just like, do what you got to do. I'm going to the house. Yep. You know, if they even show up. Yeah, I don't think there'll be a huge crowd anyway, but I'm trying to remember, because you know, in 08, that was in Oxford, so mm-hmm. that was a big crowd because the, the, the Ole Miss was good that year, and they, they were finishing up a, a good season. In 19, though, I mean, the, the place was packed. Yeah, it was a big crowd. It was a big crowd. It's the yep. Egg Bowl. People are going to show up at first. The Egg Bowl in Startville is almost always packed. It's pretty packed. Ole so. Miss has had some lean crowds. Been here to miss. Yeah. Like 18 was, was lean. 18, 2020 with the uh, it was COVID. Well, it was COVID. 21 yeah. wasn't a big crowd. Yeah. It was raining a little bit. That was here. But, uh, 22. Yeah, 22. 22. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't sold out. Last year. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, I mean, well, but what I'm saying is like once it gets once it gets going and it will, it'll, it'll people will just be like, all right, I'm done. I'm going. Yeah, you know, it's gonna. Be, I think it's gonna be very similar to the tw- the 2003 Egg Bowl when it was Jackie's last stand. You knew yeah. it was Jackie's last stand. I don't oh, think that was I don't, such a miserable night. It was, and you thought maybe you know you had the thought process of maybe they'll come out for one last time for Jackie, and they did, and they just got murdered. Stayed I, to the very end. I man. did too. I did too. My buddy threw. I remember my buddy throwing a water bottle. All the way like down the stands, I was like, "You're gonna hit somebody." Didn't hit a single p- soul. Uh, there was like ten people I down believe, there. I remember somebody getting arrested, and he like got away from the cops. He had a bottle of whiskey in his hand, and he just downed it. <laughs> what was left of it, and then he. Yeah, what are you gonna do now? What are you gonna like, do that? Yeah, that now now I'll go to jail. It's gonna be a really <laughs> painful, uh, what ten days, eleven days for this program. Uh, we're just everybody's just gonna have to kind of get through it together. But I think if you would if you would just go ahead just rip and, the and rip the Band-Aid off, I think people would be excited. Who, who's your Cadillac Williams? Greg he's, Knox. Really? Yeah. That's interesting because, I mean, he's Done not. it before. Uh, he has, but he's not, two even, different schools. he's not even an assistant coach right now. You can move him. I'm sure it's not an today. issue to move him up, yeah, because yeah. you got yeah. a spot. It would be, but they it might they might would do like Will Friend or something. I thought it might that. do like Tony Hughes. He's the only guy who's actually Could, been a head coach. But does he want those responsibilities at his age? Do you go Cadillac and go let Bumpus have the last couple games? They'll be fired be up for f- the Egg Bowl. I bet. I promise yeah, that'd you that. Be, that'd be funny. Nobody hates them like that he does. That's right. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I would. I would probably go Knox. I mean, so, he's actually done. What it I, What I want from Mississippi State fans is to sort of what you were talking about. Yeah, you got all your anger out. Just get it out. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's just get, you know, two games left against your in state rivals. Let's just, I'm not saying you got to show up. I'm not saying this you got to be at the stadium. A, this should, be, should have been a nice, incredible 10 end days of, the year. of football for Mississippi. We, Mississippi State should be sitting at like seven and three, maybe even eight and two. And I mean, that egg bowl is like, hey, whoever wins that's going to a big bowl. And, and you know, that's not, that's not, let me ask you this. Yeah. Does Ole Miss fall out of the New Year's Six game now? Even at probably 10 and two. because Missouri, Missouri is going to be ten and two, and, yeah. and the SEC is only getting one playoff team. That sucks. I mean, yeah, like that, like for them, but they'll go like, ten and two. They'll go to, they'll go to Orlando where they've never been. That'll, that'll, yeah. Citrus Bowl is still cool. I, I mean, it's not it's not as cool, obviously, as going to one of the big bowls. But I mean, the Citrus Bowl is still a good bowl. They they Saturday night they did exactly what Let's talk I about, expected. And, we will save that because that's coming up. Let's save that oh, a little bit, right? Okay, because it's coming up. <clears throat> let's uh, let's move on in to the uh, just one thing that is true today. What else? What else is there, man? No, there's you nothing want, else. Let me, you want me to really break down that game? No. By the way, I will say this: one, one, like one A. I have never been less engaged watching a Mississippi State game. No, I, wa- I actually watched a lot of Ole Miss Georgia. I flipped channels. Like I, I got, I you know, we left the basketball game, 
and I was in the car when Xavion Thomas scored. And I was just like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I got, I was, I drove, but as I got into my house, the Texas AM scored their first touchdown. And I was like, okay, well, I'll turn it on. And about five minutes later, I was like, oh, let me see what's going on with Ole Miss and, and let me see what's going on. I watched a little LSU. Obviously, LSU Florida was a great game. So it is what it is. Yeah. Mississippi Beef Council. Want to thank them tonight. Robbie is going to be thanking them in a little bit for that big eye around that I cooked earlier. What a great piece of meat that was. Fun, fun cook, too. Wasn't, wasn't any difficulty in it whatsoever. Guys, every time you're cooking out, nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. I know the turkey is going to have his day very soon. We'd let the turkey have his day. But the other days can belong to the cow. So, when you fire up the grill, throw some beef on there. Don't forget, we're still voting for our favorite steakhouses and burger restaurants on Facebook. Go to the Mississippi Beef Council page. Click the links and make your vote count. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find the smoked southern soul food that you're looking for. A friend of mine, when I went there today, said it was great. Told me it was a, it was a good meal. Uh, of course it was. Well, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised. I was not surprised. So, next time you're in Starville or anytime you're in Starville, make, sure, make a trip to Two Brothers. Part of your plan. Enjoy yourself with some smoked southern soul food. And our friends, two brothers, smoke meats. Don't forget, by the way, they and the uh, and college, uh, not college corner. Uh, oh, well, I haven't done strange for you yet. Never mind. Never mind. Bulldog Initiative Business is what I was trying to say. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you to Advantage Business Systems. They've been doing it now for 48 years. I'm going to go ahead and say 49. It's where in the middle of November. 49 years. Surely their first day of business wasn't like December 1st. Can we get the exact date? I need, I need to know. I was like, what's the first day? When you need technology for your business, you give them a call. If you need a new copy or a new printer, new computers, give them a call. Great name brands, great prices, but most importantly, the service. Service from a Mississippi business. So if you've got a problem, you can't afford to wait around for somebody to show up from an out-of-state contractor, and you need somebody there that same day a lot of times. You can have that with Advantage Business Systems. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems helps your business do business. The Rogue's Collegiate Collection. Guys, if you're looking for a new polo or pullover, they've got it at the Rogue. It's starting to get chilly outside. Might be time for a new quarter zip. They have a great selection of those at the Rogue. State script, interlocking, M over S, whatever it is you're looking for, they've got them. This holiday season, get Dad something really special, a polo from the Rogue's Collegiate Collection. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Time for something important. Let's talk about something important. Put that coffee down. Coffee's for closers only. Coffee is for Closers is brought to you by Strange Brew Coffee House uh, here in Starkville or Churn and Spoon Ice Cream or Brupolo over in Tupelo. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in uh, Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if uh, Brupolo was in... I, I, I didn't get ready for this one. Moscow. That would be a little weird. Would you like coffee, comrade? <laughs> you, you would try my coffee. It's very good. <laughs> Moscow, no, Mississippi. No cream, no sugar. Only black coffee <laughs> here in Moscow. 
Wherever you are in our great state, you can enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, click the links, they'll ship it right to your door. And don't forget, you are supporting the Bulldog Initiative when you support Strange Brew Coffeehouse. The whole damn team, except for Xavier Thomas. I'll let him off the hook. <laughs> he scored. Everybody else? No coffee. Is he, is no he, coaches, creating, no, no is he players. creating a highlight film for LSU? Yeah. He's like, look look what I can do. <laughs> His NIL price will be high. I'll just put it that way. We'll see if he's still a Bulldog in a few weeks. He didn't get that offer last year. He might do it this time. I think, yeah, well, I mean, it just depends. I mean, they're going to lose Malik Neighbors. Brian Thomas is gone. So, yeah, possibly. Um, everybody who lost in the SEC gets no coffee. Listen to these scores, Robbie. Alabama, 49, Kentucky, 21. South Carolina, 47, Vanderbilt, 6. Ugh, that's the worst of them all. Missouri, 36, Tennessee, 7. Auburn, 48, Arkansas, 10. I disagree. That's the worst one. That's true. Georgia, 52, Ole Miss, 17. LSU, 52, Florida, 35. And Texas A&M, 51, and Mississippi State, 10. This has to be... (laughs) Historically, the worst margin of victory day. I got. I got to know. Surely, this has got to be the largest combined margin of victory. because they're all conference games. Everybody played, right? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah, everybody played. It was all a conference game, and the average margin of victory, if I'm doing the math right, is close to like 31 points. The best game was Florida LSU, wasn't it? Yeah, and nobody thought that was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I. This is just miserable. Tennessee is should be embarrassed. They got humiliated by Missouri. Oh, by the way, yeah, I'm two down. Games I'm down too. Arkansas. I mean, Pittman's getting fired. Yes, Pittman's getting fired. Arnett's getting fired. Jimbo's already fired. Arkansas will probably hire Gus Malzahn. Yeah. I would think. And then Napier. Napier is not safe. You can't convince me. I don't care about thirty million dollars. I if, think they'll keep him. He's he's at five and seven. Yeah, I think they will because mm. he's got the recruiting class, the the buyout. I mean, I he showed it. signs of life at times. All right, all right we'll see, we'll see. It, it's so confusing. And then Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss learned there's a difference between being good and being a contender. Ole Miss is. I don't really know who to compare them to in the past. This isn't the team last year that was like Mississippi State 2012, where they were total frauds. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good team. I just think that they're they're in the but middle. There's a gap. They're in the middle. They're playing in a bad year in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Let's just call it what it is. The SEC is is really bad. There's two teams in the league that are elite: mm-hmm. Georgia and Bama, and they're both coming into their own. Those are the two teams they've lost to. And then there's LSU and Ole Miss, and both of those teams have exciting offenses and terrible defenses. And that there's some stats that Ole Miss are good at. They gave up 600 yards last yeah, night. Yeah. The total defense and all that, they're not good. They give up yards and points. Normal. But every, every, they've they've beaten the teams that they they were supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. They probably beat one they weren't supposed to. They weren't supposed to beat LSU. I don't think. No, no, that, that was, that was the difference for win. them. That, was, that, that, that is, is the difference between them winning 10 games and Ole Miss eight or nine. is probably the fourth best team in the conference. You know, Georgia, Alabama, Missouri is third. Yeah. Normally and that I would think, be. I think LSU is better than Ole Miss, but you can't really say that because they lost head to head. Ole Miss is a little bit more complete. But I think, I think like seven times out of ten, LSU wins that game. They they should have won that game. What I'm they, saying they is they blew though, that. Normally, fourth best in the SEC means you're like a top twelve team, and they, they may be ranked in the top twelve, but they're not a top twelve team. 
they're they're right around fifteen. Yeah. So I so maybe, maybe, I think I, they're a good. I think they're a good team, mm-hmm. not a great team. Most yeah, I mean, people if LSU have, could hold a ten point lead with three that, minutes to go. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. LSU didn't play great in that game, and they still should have won. Yeah. But so I think kudos to Ole Miss. They're eight and two. They're going to go ten and two. So they did what they had to do. They got through the schedule. So you only play who you play. You you said it's not a fit, but I really think Lane Kiffin is a we might. is a possibility. Well, let's talk about that because uh, here's our national one. We're going to stay in the conference of Texas and him. First off, it's incredible to me that State lost to this team by 41 and they fired their coach the next I, day. I can't get over it. That is that is that is you talk about like the point is that you don't matter. That's what that is. Well, that that just goes to show they have no they had no faith in this thing. Yeah, because. Like they were even talking about on the broadcast, like this team's next year. Yeah, they got a good, really good team. Like, but at the how same are you time, people? Yeah. how do you people trust in this guy at this point? Right. Like, how can you? What watch else does him? he have to do? How can you watch him and say, "Yeah, he, he'll, next year he'll finally get it figured out"? I mean, he's had these recruits for three years now. That's what so this year that. was. Was his last shot? Yeah. Today, I learned that Ross Bjork by extending. Jimbo Fisher at the end of the 2021 season, a season where they went eight and five, mm-hmm. uh, cost the university an extra $47 million. If they had fired him today without that extension, they'd have owed him $30 million. Instead, they owe him 76.5. And they extended recently they're, three they're, three or four coaches. Yeah. So, I mean, he Steve just. Steve Adazio. He just cost them probably. Uh, they all dollars. hated AM. Mm-hmm. He got a raise. DJ just Durkin. guys being dudes, man. I can't believe Ross Bjork should be fired for this. It's crazy that he's not fired. I I made a couple comments a couple times like this: the criminal charges should be filed on Jimbo Fisher for what he did. No, no, I've changed my mind. Ross Bjork was the accomplice. Ross Bjork should be charged. Ross Bjork next job, CEO of Disney. Yeah, nobody nobody falls up like that idiot. Unbelievable. I, I don't know how this happened. I'm so, I would I would literally was like maniacally laughing in the shower this morning. You and I both had the same uh, morning, by the way. We both went to Bluto's for breakfast. Great oh, place. Go check gosh. that out. Um, we had the same that's, meal. That's too. our one free plug for for Bluto's uh, on their breakfast. Well, we did, we had two free plugs. We talked about it on Twitter too. That's fine. Well, we only get one on the podcast. Twitter, but we, Twitter. Nobody pays me for my. We both Twitter. ate the same thing, which was put me in the grave. Yeah, you got it with eggs, and I didn't. I, I saw that, and I told the guy. He was like, "It really will put you in the grave." I was like, "Good, I didn't I'm ready lunch. to go." Let's put it like this: I didn't eat lunch today. I didn't either. Oh, I ate a, I ate a pretzel at the game, but I, I, I ate my breakfast, and I didn't eat again until dinner at like five thirty. And I ate breakfast at eight thirty this morning. I'm I'm so full right now, still from lunch. Mm-hmm. I haven't touched this plate. You, you yeah, yeah, you'll see that when you get home. Um. Anywho, I was in the shower laughing like a madman because I, I was just telling. I was like Jennifer, this is they won by forty one points and they were like not good enough. What would have been uh, the, if they won like seventy to? No, I don't think this game made any difference. But that makes you nothing. wonder, like, why didn't they just fire him a couple weeks ago? Yeah, this is such a weird time to do it. Like, who do they lose to recently? Uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. But I mean, I guess. I mean, they were probably like, I mean, we went on the road against the top. Why would you? I guess, teams. I guess they let him have one last hurrah in front of the home fans. I have no idea what's going on there. So weird, man. Really, really weird. So who who do they hire? I I say Mike Elko. They got to go for Urban first. 
You gotta you gotta make Urban Meyer say no. They're gonna go. I think it's gonna. Yeah. I think they're gonna. You think they'll go for miss. and they'll go for Kiffin. I think, and I don't know that they'll get him. But then Elko is the very good fail safe. He would be like number f- like four. Yeah, but I think that would. They be might the go after best. Lanning too, but Lanning is probably like, why would I leave? He's in a better. Situation. He's in a better spot. I can go to. He can go to the playoff at Oregon, and he can just. He's he's another guy waiting on Saban. We have no reason to believe that. I, I like. I know the resources are there. They've Texas A and M has never done anything to believe that they like you are hand delivered a national championship. You know that like coaches go there and just are mediocre. Maybe that's just their culture. Maybe that's just going to be the thing. We have there. I mean, it's a great job. It's an elite level job. Yeah. Because of the money and the resources and stuff, but yeah. they've done nothing. Yeah, that's what's so crazy about it. I've never seen a place like even Texas has several national championships, mm-hmm. and that's been a place that has you know historically over the last you know couple of decades just have faltered on those expectations. A mm-hmm. and M's there too. Like coaches might be might not want to deal with that. You know, I just I can't help but think that I mean, they let RC Slocum go, who was a good coach, and had them. He won Southwest Conference championships and mm-hmm. won, you know Big Twelve championships. He was he was a good coach. They let him go. They bring in Mike Sherman, which I never thought was a good fit. Like I, NFL head coach, what does he know about recruiting? And I was right, it, it wasn't a good fit. Mm-hmm. And then they went to Sumlin. Who you know, first couple of years he looks like he's a great. It's great, right? He found Manziel, and, but you don't realize at the time, Manziel is one of the top five greatest college football players of all time. Yeah, and he didn't even win a, a conference championship, a division championship with him. No, I mean, what is what is Johnny? I mean, not, not not that I don't think I don't think he could have played for Saban, but what does Manziel do at Alabama? You know, I mean, they are they are completely unbeatable with him. Oh, yeah, you know that would have been such a weird fit then. Yeah, it, 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 it would like have, a couple years later, been like Ken Stabler and Bear Bryant. Yeah, like how would yeah, that, yeah, how, yeah. it's been similar. A couple years later, like him playing under Lane Kiffin would have been incredible. Yeah, they been, but, but they been, had not made. They would were have still been kinda, completely unbeatable. They were they were still kind of like pro right. style at the time. So he he Sumlin mediocres himself and he's out, and then they bring in Fisher. Who does the same thing as and, Sumlin? And we didn't realize at the time, sort of the same thing with Manziel, that we, he had Jameis Winston, who not at a top five college football player, but a Heisman Trophy winner and a great, great quarterback in college. Yes. And so here you are, and I, th- I am of the belief that with the right coach, if Urban Meyer took that job, they could they could challenge Alabama, LSU at the top of the conference. They I should. Do, I do believe that. They should. We just haven't seen we it. We just haven't seen it. I, I believe that though. You know, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. As you should. As I should. That's what so. people do. So I, I don't know who they're going to hire. I mean, I, I, f- I feel like the best fit is Elko. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know. It just depends. I, I, I feel like I've, they'll take I'll, swings at, like, Mike Norvell. I feel like you never – Norvell would be a good choice. You never you – never, whatever your first list of coaches is, it's never that guy. Never. It's never that guy. Very rarely mm-hmm. – like Mullen wasn't on the first list. I don't Moray remember. I don't Leach remember. Was 
it was kind of surprising Jimbo Fisher going to A and M. Was no, no, no. That was kind of you knew that we was knew. Happening. Yeah, I, when I they could, because you knew that, that he was getting forced out at Florida State, and they, they he sort of found a really he found the softest landing pad you'll ever find in your well, life. Well, see that that's why I think I kind of wasn't believing that because of how things were going at Florida State. Yeah, I didn't think I thought A and M was going to get somebody that was you know hot at the time. Yeah. So that I, I don't remember how I felt about that. I I just remember thinking this contract is outrageous, mm-hmm. and then the extension came. Yeah, so, the extension was the the contract was outrageous, and then he extended ten it. Years, for, for, ten years. It was ten years. Ninety ninety five million. Ooh, fully guaranteed, but it, it was fully guaranteed, and there's no offset. Yeah. You know, like with state, like if Arnett nobody gets a nobody's going to pay that buyout. If, if state gets a, gives a, gets a job. If Arnett gets a job, state only has to pay what he what he doesn't make. So if he gets a job paying, yeah, they're supposed to pay him a million five a year. Mm-hmm. If he gets a job paying seven hundred fifty thousand, state owes him another hundred seventy fifty thousand. Yeah, Jimbo Fisher could get a job tomorrow making a hundred million dollars a year. Yeah, plus seventy six. A and M still has to pay him every penny of that buyout. Unreal. That's that's incredible. I mean, what, I don't you don't, nobody needs that much money. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Especially not a football coach. And, like, I don't want to go deep down that rabbit hole, but, like, we can't get upset about kids getting a little pocket change. I know. When this dude is stealing money from you're not, you're, all those donors, like, it's that's, nuts. That's another – that's a story for another day. I know some of y'all wanted to hear about basketball. We're going to do a lot of basketball tomorrow. Um, We're about to go all in on basketball. I mean, there's not a lot to talk about with football. I'm, I mean, what is Arnett going to tell us tomorrow? So, unless something happens, tomorrow's a very, very basketball-heavy uh, podcast. Um and then we'll just get through the week. Uh, Luke Johnson's going to join us at some point. We'll talk Mississippi State and USM. Um, and we'll start getting ready for the Egg Bowl. We're going to get our minds right. We're going to we're going to we're going to get through this. I'm here for you. <laughs> Robbie and I are here for you. You and I have to be strong for everybody else. Do we? Yes. Okay. All right. I'll try. I'll be there for you. <laughs> These five words, I swear to you. Hi right, guys, talk to you tomorrow. For Robbie Falk and Brian Haydad, thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.